I can talk for days. In fact, hours, months, maybe years. I can talk for days. In fact, hours. Fuck is that? I'm glad someone else picked that up. What does that mean? No, it's not going in. Yes, man. it should go in. Yeah, man, I was sound testing. Okay, go Ladies and gentlemen, the Rizzy World Tour has begun officially on the mic. This is my world. <laughs> how, are you, how are you doing, bro? Very good, man. It's good to be back here. It's good to be speaking to you guys again. It's so Let's good to see you. It's been exactly a year. Yeah, to this day. Come on, kill our vibe again. released <laughs> <laughs> today. Guys, yeah, technically... All right, no. No, technically well, everything works out fine. It was exactly one one year. Yeah, right? the stars aligned perfectly. Yeah. For those of you wondering, <laughs> we released the previous podcast on this day, the day we're recording, not the day we're releasing. Thank you, Smile, for pointing that out. Completely killing the vibe, <laughs> but exactly, but that's some kind of like that's something mystical happening here. Like exactly the same days, a year apart. Where and coincidental, we found out after. Yeah, not before. Yeah, it wasn't planned. Yeah, this is insane. In it fact, is, we delayed. We were supposed to do this yesterday. We delayed just yeah. by happen. Yeah, like happy uh, happenstance. Happen happy chance. Happenstance. <laughs> <laughs> whatever. The Predestination. <laughs> Rizzy, we are so excited to have you on. But more importantly, I'm just so excited for whatever you're about to give the world. And we just heard that. We just and some I wanna, of it, yeah, yeah, some of it. Context. I mm. want to start this podcast yeah. with this context. We just heard Psycho Beats Volume One, like just four or five tracks from it. Uh, we will not go into any specifics because, trust me, when I say this, you people need to listen to this album. It is incredible, Rizzy. This is, uh, according to me, quite. A, this, I I think this is going to be quite a seminal album. I have a feeling. Thanks, man. How are you feeling about this album? And what can you tell the beautiful people, actually not so beautiful people, watching on the mic? Rizzy, let me give you a stat. 81.5% people... But 81.5% people that watch our videos do not subscribe to On The Mic. Now you this should say This is absolutely horrendous, guys. We cannot... Please come on! We just press the goddamn button, man. How it hard can it be? It takes two seconds and nothing, nothing from you. Just subscribe, Don. You know what, man? No album for anyone. <laughs> oh my! I'm pulling the album. I agree. <laughs> subscribe. <to laughs> <on the laughs> that, that doesn't help anyone. We're, until subscribe. this is down to thirty percent. No, not just please subscribe on yeah. the bike. We really, really need you guys to do that. But back to the question, Rizzy. How are you feeling about the album? What can you tell the people about? Like dude like you more. said um it sounded special seminal is the word you used i'd say that um this is probably the first time that i felt like so a lot of people have been asking me yeah album pick up come can or uh, you should do an album you should do a mixtape or something like that i was like you know when i get into album mode i'll know it and uh what happened was um right after i quit my job started this year um I had enough time to, you know, really get into music now. And uh, first couple of tracks came about. And uh, it was interesting because the sort of state that I was in making those tracks and how they turned out sounding, um, it was quite dark. But um, it was also a lot of stuff that had been on my mind. 
not just in terms of the stuff that I'm saying, but in terms of the production as well. So I feel like in that sense, I kind of just let that keep going. And it's just been uh, a profound discovery, you know, for me as well. You know, all of these tracks, they belong to me. They happen through me in a sense. And um, so, uh, yeah, I'm very excited, man. I'm very excited to share this honesty with the world above anything, you know, about, about the album, about what the songs are like and what I'm saying and how it sounds. Everything, everything is very honest. Everything is um, just no filter, you know. And it's all you. It's all me, yeah. Production and... Um, recording mixing and mastering i'm still working on it but hopefully the rest of the songs will also be me so yeah yeah basically no, that's the whole incredible package. and tell, walk me through like the physical process of making this album like what was like you you told me about the uh, circumstances that obviously surrounded it but i mean like how did you where did you make it and what was like what did the days look like when you sit and write because i think you're mentioning like you uh did you burp? That- <laughs> Do you remember the last time that yeah. I came on the podcast yeah. as well? That this happened uh, well. like three or four times, and then you guys started pointing it out like that's the third time. This <laughs> is the fourth there was a bit time. Of a smile yeah. in two podcasts. <laughs> I was like, thing, man. I I was like is my, my question kind of stupid? I was like, am I making no sense? <laughs> no, but uh, I mean, like when you wrote and like sat and wrote the songs or produced like the album, and you produced like all of these songs. What was, what, how do you go about it? Do you pace? Do you sit and do you write it? Like, do you uh, go sit outside, come back inside? Is, are you one of those guys? Like, wh- what is the creative process for you, like, physically in terms of what are you doing when you're making these songs? It's, it's quite intense in terms of, I'll sit there for six, seven hours and not, like, I would sit down i'd be producing right on my laptop and i would notice that i'm not sitting correctly like my back's kind of hurting a bit now and that's about it like that's as much as my intent my attention would go there it's just that you're not sitting straight i'm like okay back to it i wouldn't fix it i wouldn't fix my posture but that's how into it i would be with the with every song that took off you know Um, i wouldn't want to leave my seat because I know that with me, I've realized this about myself. I need to sit down there and just really intensely be present for a long period of time. Um, otherwise, if I go outside um, for a bit or come back. Well, I mean, it's not, I wouldn't say it doesn't completely break the flow, but yeah. it's like uh, longer periods of time. Like if I... It doesn't work like that. I need to be there until I've I've gotten somewhere with the song. So it's been um, time consuming quite like in terms of just the periods of time that I would be sitting and working on music. It was a lot of fun. So so does how does that process kick in? Do you actively have to like so we get okay, once you're in that zone then you have to stay there for like long periods and then you get into that you know, deep place where you're just working and working and it comes to you. But how do you start that that phase inside you? Do you like have to force yourself to sit down and do it? Oh, or no, is no. it like an inspirational type thing that you get something in your mind and then you're like, okay, I'm going to put it excitement Let's see what comes up now. It's literally just that, you know, 
most of the times I don't have an idea prior to making something. Um, because I, I feel like... So it's brainstorming mostly at, yeah, at first. Yeah, I mean, it starts with that. And um, something that stuck with me from architecture school as well is that um, if you're thinking about the finished product but like in something creative like music or architecture for that matter, if you're thinking about where you want to end up, then you're not doing it right. You have to kind of let the process take you there. And um, that's I think that's what makes it the most exciting is that when you hear the finished piece, you're like, I did not expect this. But that's the magic of it as well, is that you start somewhere and then you literally have... You just kind of keep taking those steps and the stuff keeps revealing itself to you. That's how it is. It's discovery. And uh, so... Psycho Beats Volume One is undoubtedly like after listening to it. I my opinion is I want to hear yours too in a second, but my opinion is this is your coming out party, and I said this to you earlier as well. Coming out party in the sense this is a full like I don't know if it's a full display of your skill. I don't know if this is your final form. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't know if it's Simazit Super Zain six to Jaga any, but I do feel like you've displayed so much, um, and it is like the first full length kind of thing that you're releasing, right? Mm-hmm. And also, you mentioned earlier that you recently, at the start of this year, quit your job. So, all of this, like, you know, I've kind of laid it out in a in a contextual way. But to you, how important is everything that's happening right now, and specifically this album? Like, and how has this last year been? How's twenty twenty? Oh, that's a good question. To when yeah. it regards to everything, because start of the year you do that. We're in April now. You're mm-hmm. working on things towards all of this like how is this all mean to you ah <sighs> that's a good question i feel like from the start of this year so basically the first month no okay i got to i got to give some context as well to me quitting my job as well so i was working at this architecture firm um for four months after i graduated and um i remember within the first one or two weeks um my boss sat me down and he was like, yo, um, just talk to me. Why aren't you going into music like you should? And um, so, like, long story short, I just want to say that he's been, like, instrumental in getting me to really realize that, you know, this is probably where you should focus your time and energy right now. And um, that coupled with, so now moving on to the album and um, what it means in a larger sense to my life and to my musical career. Um, Manu and I had this discussion and um, he actually made me realize something very important. He said that, you know, it's time to sh- introduce yourself properly now, you know, drop some. He was talking about like technical terms about without any features and just, you know, you being yourself. And I feel like ever since that's just been kind of in the back of my head and um, it's pushed me to this point now where I'm, you know, doing full on album. Where it's just literally me in my bedroom um, expressing myself, expressing things that go on inside um, through music, through the production, and through the lyrics. This is so the, it means a lot in that sense, yeah. This is literally the like the 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 definition of taking a leap in a sense on yourself, yeah, yeah, man. taking a yeah. chance on yourself, yeah, yeah. I think it's absolutely like like freaking awesome. But taking a leap is is like um, it, it sounds like it has some element of fear to it, but uh, because even you know it started 
um with karate right so that was also a very hard on your sleeve type of song uh, uh song and um usi hafte ke andar i i hit two i hit the polar opposite of that song with like a song from psycho beats volume 1 which was like all about just it was dark and then karate on the other hand is like uh, very reflective very soft so um that also kind of gave me an insight into my personality and how I'm really just shifting between extremes oftentimes yeah know? so talking about the these extremes and you know karate being sort of reflective and the other song being dark i remember in the last podcast we had a pretty interesting discussion about you know a big part of you expressing yourself creatively is you tapping into that um element of uh you know what, what people would might be troubled by not necessarily when you say it but tapping even into their self in that sense ki apni darkness ko tap in karna or seeing that there's stuff there so that 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 obviously has shown through in what you're saying and and even when we listen to parts of the album we could Young see certain Young is big who remembers oh, that for that yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. it's the only thing that's been on my mind since <laughs> I came into this room Young is big yeah Young so that big. that shines through I, i'm guessing throughout the whole album in terms yeah, of the concept yeah 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 and how important do you think that is generally for people i'm not even talking about like uh, you know in terms of rappers or or hip hop i'm talking about generally what would you say in terms of the utility that general generally people could have to you know tap into that and to see um that there's that side of them do you think there's utility in that uh dude i don't know i think it works differently for different people maybe there are some people out there who can use this album in some unconscious way to kind of activate that realization in some sense but i think it's quite important that you brought that up kimne pichli podcast pe bhi ye kuch baat ki thi and now one year later we're here and then that concept is like being represented in the form of an album So yeah like I think I think it's very important to me at least you know I don't know if it'll be the same for other people if they can see beyond just um the songs um sonically and go into the deeper meaning of being like you know this guy's being um very open about some of the dark stuff that's going on in his head but he's also um he doesn't sound very afflicted but yeah. and and last time hamari ye bhi baat hui thi ki like the first time I heard your songs especially um fitem i think um and and uh, i i said kate remind me of eminem um and the more i listen to your latest uh, you know album that's going to come out the songs that we heard um i even mentioned it to you when we were listening to this is early eminem this feels like early eminem and part of early eminem was and i talked to this uh, with ikbal as well was that he wasn't afraid to let people know what's going on in his mind all that dark stuff you know he got an uh, alter ego and he expressed it to, through that and people resonated with it and part of why people resonated with it was uh, because people have that thing inside of them as yeah, well yeah, and everyone who started blaming him later wo jo aagi thi ek pc movement or whatever you want to call it and uh, he sort of aage se what he said was ke like he told them ke aap apne aap ko aaine mein dekh rahe ho because you are exactly the same you you thrive off the shit too so i think that that pehle i thought you were very similar to eminem in terms of the flow and everything and now i think there's an extra element in thematic. terms of the yeah thematic conceptual thing so i i think that that's great we don't have that around here at all so yeah i'm 
do you find some sort of uh, inspiration from him or through his earlier music I, can i can i cut in here yeah. i actually don't think you sound a lot like him for some reason i mean like i i understand where you're coming from no just that, that song fit him or even generally as well like i understand where you're coming from because there's a lot of woe but like i don't know mmk his like you guys have very different flow like flows nahi kahunga uh, flows to obviously har ek apni hote but i mean like in terms of the uh description of things like i feel like you're a lot more like you are pretty dark but you're not psychotic like you know yeah, I mean, there are degrees it's still like acceptable and still mellow enough for me to be like yeah fuck this but sometimes when i'm saying something it's like whoa bro what <laughs> you wanna yeah. hold on kya kya keh raha hai bro no i i don't agree with that yeah. Dude, don't do that no no stop you know what i mean yeah. but and uh, we were talking earlier about karvate mm-hmm. and then tracks from psycho beats volume 1 in the same week was it right yeah. like so we heard some of the, and did, did we hear can you just tell us did we hear the two songs that yeah, you yeah 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 okay cool yeah. I, i guess i can understand which uh, ones i'll ask you after but yeah. um so <laughs> simple question what was that week like and what did you learn about yourself in that week it wasn't very reflective man It was like um so I think Karvate is a banata it started off as something else like in terms of the beat I remember I had a friend over and um I I just started making this drum loop it was very trap and uh I had some like mexican elements to it so I named it sad drill type mexicana beat <laughs> and um and then he left and I I feel like some of the things weren't working so I started subtracting and then I started adding again and um wo bas koi ek cheez kaanon ne pakad li ke yaar this this sounds like i need to talk my shit now and um so i did like saath saath produce kar raha tha saath saath phone khula tha likh raha tha cheeze and uh recorded in that night as well now as emotional as the song is it's not like it was that moment i mean that period of time where i was making the song it was super emotional it wasn't like that the reason is i had been going through through that for quite a long time now it was normal for me you know to think these things or to feel like that so it, the period itself wasn't like a special moment of relevance in that sense but um yeah and then transitioning from that to um some of the psycho beat songs it, it wasn't you know it didn't feel like much of a transition it just felt like me being me me being um expressive about what's actually going on which is fine like uh i realized again about myself that i'm a very um don't want to say unstable but i will say unstable perhaps yeah i was shifting between those extremes and it felt normal to me you know i didn't didn't really make anything of it 
you were able to flip the switch on demand. That's what I'm saying. There was no switch to flip. That was basically how it was going naturally. And I went with it. Are you able to like um, control this feeling at all times? Does it ever get to a point where like... What feeling exactly? <laughs> the ability to switch between two modes, so to speak. Like artistically, when you when you look at those two kind of songs, they're way different. Yeah, yeah. So like, is it easy for you to just go into that like you know what i mean like just get out of one entire piece of art that you've made and like worked on for days and then just yeah go. see that's good that's that actually makes me think um a bit more of how um intensely look the more the more quickly you tend to process things the more intense they are usually right um so i feel like i process things very intensely and very very quickly as well so like for example if i'm i'm feeling good I'll feel extremely good, but for a very short period of time and I'll be out of it. So I think that that should probably answer the question because um, I obviously there was when I started playing it back to myself and I made like my family listen to it, there was there was um, a lot of emotional value to that time. But I got over it pretty quickly and then, I'm you know, moved on to the next within, I, I think, the next 24 hours. Yeah that's awesome <laughs> no i mean mainly because of uh like because uh i would imagine like if i make ever m make like something because uh, like I, I was telling you earlier again um i need to give more context because we've been we've been hanging out today so we've been but uh i told you earlier i really 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 loved karvati and i thought it was a beautiful like because it's soothing and I was listening it to and from work today as well. I do that, by the way. When somebody's coming on the podcast, I start. Like, it doesn't matter what they do. If they're a singer, I listen to their songs. If they're a filmmaker, like, the day or two before they come, I'll just start doing it again. Even though I've... Method podcast. <laughs> Method podcast. Nice. Yeah. Bum twirl gata. But, yeah, I mean, it's a very beautiful song. And, that like the ability to be able to just go from that to the stuff we heard stuff you will hear by the way uh go follow rizzy if you don't and then go like subscribe to spotify do you subscribe to people on spotify follow follow, follow people on Sp follow him on spotify but before any of that go subscribe to on the mic on youtube <laughs> thank you, <I> you. <laughs> this guy man. You. what a guy no seriously thank you for that uh <laughs> but rizzy this is i'm really excited for this i'm excited for how people will uh take to this album listen to it how they will respond to it I'm excited to see the music videos that you mentioned you have been you've started working on already, which is yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, we have not. Uh, let's should we do an announcement moment right now for oh, the release God, date no, no, first no. song? Oh, easy, easy. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> that is the most on the mic thing that could have happened. <laughs> oh, sorry, no drum roll because fun police here. Fun <laughs> police news. Bichare ki post processing tune tumara kar deni. Rizzi announcement karne lagaye. Tu usse pehle announcement karne. Sun liye abare father ne keh diya. That was the worst drum roll ever. I'm sorry. Rizzi <laughs> <laughs> just yeah. Through. Yeah, yeah. Seventh May. Oh. Uh, first track of Psycho Beast Volume One called Ouija, and uh, we're gonna put the album art up on the screen right now for you guys to see. Boom! There it is. Beautiful psychotic beats. <laughs> That's what it <laughs> That's is. It. Volume yeah. One, Rizzi. This is, and and the thing is still on the screen right now. So I just want to talk about it a little bit. It's absolutely beautiful. Can you tell us a little bit about not just what the album art uh, looks like, but 
the inspiration behind it how you got it made or how how did you come across this yeah, piece yeah, of art please to, yeah so um recently i i read this thing online it said um small beginnings can bring down mountains and i know uh this might not apply fully to what i'm about to say but mevas randomly now i was really putting off the whole album art thing and uh i was like you know hona ho jab to ho jayega but then um this one time i was just like you know what let me just let me start doing some research you know so i just started searching for like the most psychotic stuff on the internet in terms of images and and uh clips and shit sounds and uh, i came across this one painting which i felt was really cuz like see the profile right yeah. it's just this one eye is just yeah. really huge and it's just staring yes, at you and there's there are these bloody brush strokes as well yeah. i feel like that was pretty cool so i sent that to a friend of mine uh who is also the the creator of this artwork by the way she made the painting her name is fatma nagvi shout out shout out and uh i think she did an amazing job by sending her picture of myself in that pose just like <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think it turned out amazing like uh I I did like two or three days ago I did like a a full listen of the album with the album art in front of me for the first time. Yeah. And I was like hypnotized, man. That's like brilliant. to say the least because I was staring at myself <laughs> with one huge eye just listening to the songs and it was an experience, man. That's great. Yeah. And the album art is very fitting like you said earlier like it looks like the thing is just staring at you that eye is just staring at you for it's so straight and it, you're just <laughs> listening to so many different things by the way which is another thing is me that we were talking about earlier as well like just how multifaceted so to speak the album is in terms of its sound uh there's a very uh, extra way of saying like there's a lot of things going on in terms of like the different kinds of song um uh, and like was that intentional that you wanted every song to kind of be different just to add to that i think it's an uh, audio like proper experience uh, in terms of you know the sound or or i don't want to give too much away but like the album builds into that as well mm-hmm. that that you should experience this yeah like properly and and, and it, that that's a pretty grand thing honestly yaar um so this is also something that very interesting that happened with the album pehla jo track hai na weeja is coming out 7th yeah. may um that was the first song of the album like that came into being literally that was the one that got the ball rolling for the album and uske shuru mein na like i didn't know that this was going to eventually turn out to be an album or a project even but um i was just listening to the beat cuz i was usme lyrics likha tha and i was just like psycho beats volume 1 psycho beats volume 1 on top of the beat yeah. And I was like, yeah, that sounds pretty nice. Maybe this will become a project or something. I don't know. But at that point for it to, you know, kind of fulfill itself in a way that the whole album becomes this psychotic mix of, you know, different beats and uh these different energies but also within the same realm of just fucking going at it, being uh being unfiltered and being dark. <clears throat> Sorry. So yeah, like I think it was it was quite interesting for it to become an album before I had even planned for it to be an album but the one of the lyrics just a psycho beats volume 1 sounded like an album yeah yeah and and is there a major theme or concept um in terms of the whole album that you that you would like to tell people or do you want people to find whatever they find through their whole own listening experience nahi wo to mujhe lagta hoga 
I think that with any piece of art, I feel like everyone's going to go for their own interpretation. Not that it has like a deeper sense of meaning attached to it. Um, but I, I will say this, the more I was getting into, um, you know, so let's say I'm like four or five tracks down and now I've started working on the next one. Each track in chronological order that came after was becoming more and more um, psycho in the sense that, um, I don't know, I was really getting deeper and deeper into that um, <laughs> that darkness, man. And uh, at, at some points it did trouble me, like psychologically, um, especially the, the final month, like the, the, the last month, Guzarevi. Um, it was got quite difficult at times because I was just thinking a lot and I was in um I was in quite deep. But um no regrets. I feel like I got some pretty cool pieces of music out of that. And also, um yeah, I saw that shit. I came back out to that place. Not to say that I'm completely out of it. You know, I might visit for leisure once in a while. <laughs> yeah. On a Sunday. On a Sunday. Yeah. Lazy day. And that's part yeah. of the whole six, seven hours where you go into that place and you're finding your, you know, your concept and making music and that, that all happens within that one. Oh, no, I'm not finding the concept. No. Like I said, I just kind of um, let it go where it's going. But um, obviously, it's not, it's not like a, you're not like designing or anything. You're just mm -hmm. going into the fog. Yeah. It's designing like itself. Yeah. I'm just there yeah. to witness it. Um, that must be pretty intense pretty pretty intense it does get man but uh, more more than anything else it's just exciting man because to stumble onto new sounds and to new um, whatever you want to call new pieces of expression in music um, you're also in a sense kind of stumbling onto the depth of what life or the world has to offer you know that's that's how it's been for me stumbling onto because um, I'll never be able to imagine it. It's again, it's like the same fog analogy. You know, you can't see beyond a certain point, but when it comes, you're just like, I could have never imagined this. And that's, it's, it's an amazing feeling, you know? I think it's brilliant. Um, you don't force the issue. Like when it comes to writing or um, your music, you don't like sit and say, okay, today I'm going to make a song about no, 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 no. But then what's the starting point? There's got to be something where you say, okay, okay, we whatever we do, we let it happen, but we started off with this. How do you get to that starting point? I sit down and uh, open up my laptop, open up the software, and that's like, that's literally it. And then whatever From happens. there on, yeah, whatever happens, it happens. That's, ideally, I feel like I need to do that more. Maybe sometimes or in some days, it's like... um but then it was a shade of feeling like I'm going to force something. Obviously, like not saying. Yeah, of course. Uh, You're not immune to it. But yeah. But um, more, more, more times than uh, than anything. It's three <laughs> for today. Yeah, four for last time. I don't know what it is. Man. Seven, seven total burps. Maybe it's the, the it's the it's the grand of thirty. Maybe it's oh, yeah, yeah, the grand Shout of thirty. What was it? What was the uh, Al Madina? Double F. Phase four. If you are around, these guys have the best damn malai body you ever had. The chai is okay as well, but no, no, the malai body. 
is so damn good. Why are we doing this? <laughs> I, I I love it. It <coughs> literally took us five seconds to transition yeah. from darkness psychology <laughs> to my <laughs> by Al Madina. Check it out, guys. Try it out. Fit, uh, Yo, I love Al Madina. Yeah. I love that. Uh, but yeah, we, we did have a grand iftari. That is the seventh burp, and I think that's all good, man. I think that's all <laughs> part of it. I I love it. You know what I mean? Like no, nobody else would point that shit out on the mic. They're just like, like I hope they didn't notice. I'm glad we're keeping count. Oh, fuck that, man. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> if I could burp on the mic, my cousin can. Really? Uh, I'm jealous of him. Fuck. Like I envy him. He like, can just go like he can just he'll suck up, suck in his stomach and be like, <laughs> like, a, like a, <laughs> it sounds good, like a proper burp. Yeah, nice, convincing. That is that is a skill to yeah. have. Of course it is. That's nice. I feel like these are things you should know how to do. Uh, Rizzy, like you've obviously worked on this album for the last couple of months, but you have been uh, in the public eye more. Would you say that, especially recently when everyone in Lahore is driving by and there's a billboard with Rizzy on it? You know what I mean? Everybody's flipping the channels. There's a Pepsi ad. Ooh, who's there? My boy Rizzy's on it. <laughs> you know what I mean? You've been, I mean, how was that, dude? And first of all, I just wanted to, on the record, say, like, could have happened to a bear dude. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, fucking, that, that's, that stuff was that, just man. so cool to watch, dude. And I'm so, so happy that happened, dude. That is, that was, that must, was that massive to you? Like, um, uh, maybe like, okay, walk me through the whole thing in terms of not like, of course, like, don't tell me the specifics of what <laughs> the billboard is. <laughs> 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 I mean, like, specifically, just like, uh, how'd you feel about yeah. it? Yeah. Um, yeah, man, it was from start to end, it was just very exciting, especially like hearing it for the first time that, oh, you guys are like, you're here for this project now and you're going to go here and then, you know, and then they're open shoot cutting and this is what we need from you and this and that it's very exciting did not see it coming at all man like it was so unexpected and uh i feel like even after the song had come out um i love that my family really loved it like all my little cousins as well <laughs> and um chachus chachis yeah. and everyone they were just really jamming to it and they <laughs> we had this little barbecue as well my dad threw it he's like we got to celebrate that That's the song so is cute. out and up until that point i had heard the song like 500,000 times already and i was <laughs> tired of it well, naturally <laughs> yeah but then at the barbecue everyone just kept replaying it yeah. and at one point i just had to go inside like can't hear this <laughs> but yeah man like the outcome being that love especially being garnered in my family i just really love that also um the billboard thing was huge of course not going to take anything away from that um it was very interesting to see my own reaction to it though i was like uh so obviously if you think you're going to be in a, on a billboard one day you're just like uh yo I bet I'm just going to break down in front of the billboard and just like spend the night there just looking at it or something. But I, I looked at it and I was just like, yeah, cool. I look nice. That was pretty much it. <laughs> but, but, nice. but, but, uh, but the, I think uh, the good, like, how do I say this? The fact that people like you or people like um, anyone that I know, they come up to me like, yo, we saw you and we just want to say that, we're really proud to see you up there. And so that's that's just really it's a warm feeling, you know. That's the good that I get out of that. 
the primary good. Of yeah. course, I'm not gonna take it. I'm not na shukrani or. Alhamdulillah, this is big. Yeah. This is big. Yeah. But yeah. And how did you feel about the song reaching so many people and so many people getting to hear it and like your part stood out as well a lot to me because like um, it was the middle of I'm a big and the guy who sang the hook which I it's 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 a good hook. Um, <laughs> that's a eighth burp. That's the eighth burp on the bike. I'll make you proud today. <laughs> You've already got four and we're like thirty five minutes in. That's incredible, dude. Um, but yeah, how how did you feel about the song reaching like so many people and so many people getting to listen on like a mass scale? Was that Yo, like first of all, since you mentioned um, uh, the collaborators on the song, like um, Heather Mustesson, Javed Bashir, and I'm a big right. It was first of all, it was just lovely to be on a track with those people. Um, I was with Heather and I'm a for the duration of the music video shoot. Lovely people. It was just really fun to be around them and. I feel like we hit it off pretty quickly and just, you know, um, there was just this chemistry there and which was very much needed for the video. Um, so that worked out. And um, the team, bro, like Ali Hamza Productions, Ali Hamza is like yeah. such a phenomenal guy. And uh, it was just, it was a blessing to have him being the one who was guiding us. And um, just everyone in the team, bro, Kamal, the director, Alina, who's managing us and for the duration of that project. It was just amazing. And uh, you were asking something else though. Can I, what were you saying? Uh, no, I like the sounds better though. Yeah. Because <laughs> I feel like <laughs> ah, it is so yeah, quite so like, a... I, dude, I ended up loving the song the first time that they played the demo for me and where they were like, you know, we, know, we want you to be on this. And then just just the earlier draft. I was just like, yes, this is just perfect. I I know what I want to do with this. It's a very daft podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it, yeah. So like instantly I just started thinking of um, you know, the things that I could say and how and what what tone I could use in this. So it was all like uh falling into place, which is I don't know. I've never. I haven't done many commercial projects, but I've heard that coffee come out there. That means because hurdles are a lot more. But with this one, it was so smooth and everything was just falling into place. So no troubles there, you know. And then um, when we got back, just the hype until the release. It we're all just waiting. Um, yeah, everything, bro. Alhamdulillah. And and since we've referenced the last podcast a couple of times. Um, उसके बाद से काफ़ी कुछ चेंज हुआ इंक्लूडिंग वॉट वी जस्ट टॉक अबाउट द होल पेप्सी थिंग हाउ हैज़ योर परस्पेक्टिव चेंज हाउ इज़ योर आउटलुक ऑन योर ओन करियर द इंडस्ट्री अराउंड यू एवरीथिंग दैट्स गोइंग ऑन वॉट यू एक्सपेक्ट फ्राम योर सेल्फ वॉट यू हैव प्लान फॉर योर सेल्फ हाउ इज दैट चेंज सिंस द लास्ट लास्ट टाइम वी टॉक टू मैन आई थिंक दैट हैज़ मोर टू डू विद माई फ्रेंड्स स्पेशली इन इन द म्यूजिक सीन rather than being involved in a project like this i think uh, my friends are teaching me more than you know any project can just having these talks with um with my manager with manu with with my brother with my cousin you know uh there's this there's this little scene within that big scene or usi mein mai bas um i'm correcting my own course of course like uh if you've set out on a journey you know and you have an aim 
and you have a destination to get to that destination can oftentimes and mostly is very vague so but the important thing is to start but ek bar start kar liya to phir you've got these people and events that will kind of keep on correcting you and nudging you in the right direction so you'll go here and then thoda sa udhar chale jaoge and then eventually you'll kind of reach a stable so i feel like i'm on that way and i'm very grateful for all the people i have around me you know especially my parents bro especially my parents like bro their yeah, dad um, was on a track too yeah 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 i love that by the way the music video too yeah, apples yeah. and fall fall far from the tree i must say bro so um karachi right we were doing the final shoot for the pepsi thing and i remember um unhi dino mein thoda sa wo chal raha tha ki yaar should i even continue with the job because i'm having to take so many days off um shout out my boss by the way again um for helping me through that but also um so i was i was pretty stressed at the time right so hum log apne usme vanity van mein baithe hain aur by shoot ho rahe hain we're due in like a couple of hours or shit um and i get a voice note from my dad now my dad's in the us at the time and my dad just sends me like a minute and a half of saying that you know just know this and no matter what you choose to do we're always going to be here supporting you and you have no reason to worry about anything and you should just do what you're doing uh whether it's music whether it's this or whether it's that doesn't matter and it was so reassuring man i actually kind of got very emotional outside the set at the time i got tears in my eyes i was like this couldn't have come at a better time and i went into that shoot with really good energy and ever since like um yeah man just really really grateful for the support yeah i think that's um important is an understatement but like to have that kind of energy around you at all times like no matter how good or bad you are at something i feel like if you have that then you are bound to at least like i feel like you you <laughs> there's a nine 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 overall fifth over just put up a ticker yeah can we do that niche burp ticker thanks over like love you over fussy love you over fussy by the way like you should know that we really really do the best dude there's no response there <laughs> dude he's just like yeah he's like yeah i know i know i'm aware of this love Respect. yeah uh but you like yeah i mean if you have that kind of support i think it's very important like you do reference your family a lot in songs as well like you do uh obviously yeah, apart man. from the uh-huh. obvious like even in convertain like uh-huh. there is you're a family guy yeah I, i don't know if people know that about you or not no, like no, unless they i am for sure i think like I bro especially um within the last maybe one or two years um of course it was it was kind of like a natural intensification of the realization of how like deeply attached i am to my family not just my immediate family but my cousins my little cousins my chachus my chachis my grandma um all of them I love them to death would do anything for them and um it kind of uh gives me a deeper sense of meaning to what i'm doing man like i don't care if it's music or anything else just you know be a better version of yourself so that you can inspire the little ones in the family to look up to you and um be like yo i feel like i can do that too yeah even um karvate mein basically wo i think the crux of the song is wahi jo family wala reference hai na mere behan bhai mere maa baap जिंदगी में लग जाते चार चांद मेरे आस पास पर इजहार मेरा थोड़ा नासाज सो लाइक आई डोंट एक्सप्रेस इट अलॉट 
um but that's how it is and um yeah but i think you expressed it more than most people i mean yeah. a lot of now, us yeah, don't get now. the opportunity to put it on songs <laughs> now for sure oh no man look it doesn't um like i get what you're saying i don't think it matters in the least if it's in on a song i feel like actually that might be a uh, uh, kind of polluted version to do it you know what i'm saying like on a song um if it's real if it's in the moment if it's intimate no one else needs to know about it you know so yeah family guy for sure <laughs> and family south guy. park and <laughs> simpsons <laughs> <laughs> but mostly family guy. but mostly yeah. no, no i like that i think that's i think that's awesome and something you were saying earlier like i 100% resonate with it like the pepsi thing and how your family was super happy about it like i got to introduce uh rahat fateh khan on stage at uh oasis for like this concert thing and of course i was excited because it's rahat fateh khan right and it was just him on that he was going to do like a 3 hour fucking 80s rock band wow. type set you that by the way that dude can go <laughs> like rahat fateh khan can go man he's sitting in one place the whole time don't get me wrong like you know he has leg cross and stuff but bro that guy can go he went 3 hours every That's single all blood blow bro rizzy every single and here's the thing i when i went to that concert i was like oh cool i get to introduce him Mm-hmm. um and i get to the point about my family in a second but i was like i get to introduce him that's awesome i'm really happy that i get to do that but in the end i was like oh, i don't really listen to rahat fateh khan a lot i don't i probably don't know what he's going to sing so screw it like I, i was thinking of references to make during his introduction i swear <laughs> to god every single song he sang i knew it we all know it we all know rahat fateh khan songs we don't even realize that dude and they gave me like these notes he has 300 number 1 singles in the bollywood charts 300 that's crazy that's insane anyway <laughs> so my, i i got to do that and that was pretty cool for me but i wasn't super excited about it like i wouldn't be excited about it the same way i'd be excited if i was introducing rizzy on stage for example you know okay. um, <laughs> but but the thing is my family was so happy with oh. me on that day cuz i got them all to come and they sat and they saw the whole thing and they were really happy and the next day i woke up breakfast was made i was like what is going on you know it's just me liye ghar mein pehli dafa and they were all just like wah dari ye jo tum kar rahe ho na announcing hosting ye tum karte raho and i'm saying okay <laughs> like it took rahat but yeah you know like that when that stuff happens and my niece and nephew like the, the little ones like you're mentioning We did ARY Warriors the shirts right behind you over there. I was there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you were there. Of course yeah. you were there. It's crazy. Huh. Like the crazy yeah. two weeks for me. Dude, they watch ARY Warriors still. They know all the fighters names. Like they're Iman Khan fans. Oh, that's they're crazy. They're like Atif Khan fans and it's insane like they 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 tell me they want to meet them so like but that stuff happens and you see it like now they're going to be ARY Warriors fans forever. They're gonna, MMA fans. My niece and nephew are MMA fans that's forever. Nice to hear, man. That's the sure stuff. It feels nice as well. Like, yeah, that's the stuff where I go like, dude, hell yeah. yeah like, you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. They're going to grow up watching Park MMA. Yeah. We did that. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to watch bloody fights and shit like yeah, that. Yeah, that's so. all me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, shit. Um but yeah, Rizzy, I mean, you as you're obviously like now phasing out from you're going to be i think the next couple of months is just going to be involved with releasing the album yeah. and bit by bit Two, and you're going in sequence every mm-hmm, song mm-hmm. is in the album is sequentially yep. going to be released uh what can you tell us about the first release that you're going to put out 7th may 7th may by the way go check it out 
anyway. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> Some bars, Umar Fassi. I'm not kidding. I'm not playing. Better no, than the days and hours one. Yeah, yeah. Like, of... <laughs> nah, nothing beats the days and hours. One. <laughs> like you don't see that coming. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That, you should, you should use yeah. that. Krishan, that please don't put that in. Like, okay. oh god, yeah. Okay. Days. No, how about Matter hours? No <laughs> hours. <laughs> <laughs> you thought days? No. <laughs> no. How about Get minutes? Day. <laughs> In seconds. Yeah. It's just good. Oh, what was the question? I don't <laughs> even know uh, what I asked you. You, you asked about the first song and what Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um This is too fun, guys. Yeah, okay. I just I just wanna let you guys know that it's a, it's a surprise. Because no, nah, I don't even want to give anything away. Wow. Like it's just that you will you will be taken to two very opposite places in that one song you know so we've shot the music video with um flux shout out zen pizza and luke fucking shout um, out to these guys you are know they just keep getting better and better swear man and again how good they are <laughs> so grateful bro that these guys are like the ones that are doing the music videos first because they're probably like the best right now and they're so into they're so passionate about what they do you know but but yeah man we just gonna be um i'm i'm just i have like a special place in my heart for Ouija because ikto that's the song that set the album in motion and um secondly it's just like one of my personal favorites off the album so yeah and then um the rest of the album is um mostly me but we might have a couple of features <sighs> just a couple of features no. nothing more nothing, nothing. less <laughs> just a couple actually there was there was this one song that was oh wait here we go there it is there it is <laughs> number <laughs> 10 are we counting yeah. that that was huh? a mini burp no we're counting it I don't count come it, on but, man yeah. dude come <laughs> on. what do you want That's from him <laughs> this is a proper a burp sixth burp today <laughs> <laughs> Next podcast, I want to bring my cousin in just for like a two two second segment, just a burp, you know. Please, how many burps can you do in two minutes? He's welcome. That is, yeah. I would watch that. <laughs> that, that that's, that's a, a good segment. Yeah. That is a great segment, actually. Uh, <laughs> speaking of segments and brilliant segues uh, by me, I'm kidding. But the segments you've been putting up of you speaking on your Instagram, mm. uh, very interesting. Now, interesting in the sense that the content is, of course, interesting, but. I didn't see that coming and I loved it. When you put the first one up, I was like, whoa, Rizzy's just talking. Mm. And I loved it. And it was very, you could tell it was from the heart. Uh, it was very well thought out, very well phrased. Uh, where is that coming from? <laughs> I can't believe <laughs> that's the phrasing I used. But like, damn. Kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something along those lines, yeah. <laughs> Um. So, man, they're they're they they're basically thoughts that have been in my head for quite some time. I just felt like it was time to articulate them and share them, you know, because I like to articulate things um, as clearly as possible. It's something that actually interests me as well. If someone knows how to articulate their ideas, if someone's good in at utilizing language to convey something intangible i think that's the magic of poetry as well um but yeah man i i feel like ramzan ka mahina tha aur bas ye khayal aaya tha ki yaar ramzan mein kuch series banayi chahiye but that's actually a good reminder as well i feel like 
Well, how many days do we have left for Ramzan? Four? Yeah. About, Four, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I should do another one. Yeah, for sure. Um, but I don't know, man. Like like I said, the, the process, I feel like this has to do with um, the album as well. You know? Some of the some of the difficult times because look, bro, on the album, I'm straight up like I'm not I'm not hiding from any of my problems and I'm not letting them hide from me. So of course it's gonna get difficult at some point to like really f- look them in the eye. And um, I'm not saying many feet accomplished, but um, it is what it is, and I I feel like I needed to write down some of those things just to cope with some of those times. And I thought, why not share them? Because I feel like these are some of the very primal feelings and um, deep-rooted existential thoughts that we will think at some point in our lives. And uh, to anyone who is thinking about these things, of course, it's it's a very, um, you know, it's a tightrope to walk on, basically. You could end up driving yourself crazy just... <laughs> <laughs> just thinking about those things does that pass yes that's yeah. a good one that's good that's 11 that's 11 uh, okay uh, 10 and a half yeah yeah all right all right I man, mean, this guy I it's swear. okay we've hit 10 it's always killing the fun <laughs> you know, fun police come on man he's just being he's just technically yeah, yeah. he's being just fair being technical. and technical and a smile yeah, yeah. very <laughs> smile <laughs> that is extremely smile yeah Love you, yeah. Anyway, go on. How do we break such emotional <laughs> conversations with it's burps probably and the burp. like Al Madina? <laughs> Shout out again, by the way. Shout out again. If you have amazing Malay, you're dark. Bad or kya kya Al Madina? Al Madina. Unki Al Madina. Nahi achi Malay. Nahi hai, lekin wo koi serious baat kar raha. Itni achi hai. Sorry. Bahut achi hai. Hai to bahut achi hai. No one disagrees. Ke bahut achi hai. Everyone agrees. Let's get this out there. Bahut achi hai. Yeah. Go check it out. Yeah. Shout out. Chai bhi bahut achi hai. um the feedback that I've gotten has been very heartening as well. You know, um, a lot of people respond with, hey, I feel like I needed this. I needed to hear this. You know, that's a staple amongst the responses. Yeah. And then you've got people saying, um, I did this one on, I think, loneliness or the feeling thereof. And um, I got this one person who said, you know, today I was um, I was having a really rough day. And at the end of it, I was driving myself crazy thinking I can't speak to anyone about this and I feel like I'm the only person in the world. And that's basically the topic that I touched upon in the video. And uh, the person said that, you know, this video, it helped me in whatever way. But um, things like that, very individual, individually addressed messages, very personal ones. Um, yeah, they make me feel nice about what I've done with the videos. Yeah. That's freaking awesome, yeah. and I and I hope you keep making them because, um, yeah. Even personally, I can say like a lot of the things that you were talking about, um, like yeah, they're, they're very relatable and they're very, um, like you give answers. You don't really um leave people out to kind of, of course you do leave some in, in in whatever you're saying you do leave some uh area for a person to 
yeah, that kind of yeah navigate it yeah and think yeah. about it in their context but unlike a lot of other people who talk about things like i feel like you define things clearly you give answers about them and that kind of stuff helps you know what i mean like at least in rationalizing thoughts and i feel like you're naturally very uh disposed to articulate things like you were saying you enjoy doing it i feel like yeah, you're very good you at know it. something interesting about this whole um this whole thing with the videos and stuff yeah every single thing that i spoke about in the videos i found myself being increasingly um more prone to being the victim of those problems after i spoke about those problems it confused me a lot you know so for example if i'm speaking about um overthinking and i'm saying yo chill you don't need to overthink here's what you need to do and here's what you need to know and then the next day it'll be like a a, a typhoon up here it'll be like yeah man i i i'm just somehow i haven't been able to figure this out but my own predisposition towards those problems has increased because of that but you know no regrets i feel like it's a small price to pay i feel like if it's helping other people then fine you know because maybe for me it's like speaking about things and listening to them casually on your instagram they're two different things so in one you're in a sense obsessing with an idea or a concept by speaking about it and centering your words around it right and then in the other case you're scrolling and then you get some words that'll kind of stick with you maybe somewhere in the back of your head and you'll go back to your daily life i feel like that's the amount of attention that varyingly should be given to any problem because if you obsess over one problem there are thousands of others is going to just stem from that one problem and be like you know you forgot this and then no you should have spoken about this so a lot of basically what i'm trying to say is that sirf baaton se ye masle nahi hal ho jate a lot of it has to do with the silent realm in which we exist action not thinking in terms of words but rather experience and feeling those are some intangible things that we've kind of forgotten about you know and we feel like we need to solve everything and settle everything using our words when basically words are just like it depends on how good you are with them but they can often do more harm than good because it's like a metaphor right you've you're you found yourself in a hole okay you're on this field and you found yourself stumbled into a hole and now you're in there trying to get out but the only tool that you have which in this case metaphorically is language is a shovel and what happens if you use that shovel you're going to dig yourself deeper into that problem so in most cases i feel like that's what language does unless you really know how to use it to explain things to yourself and to other people you know but that's quite a difficult balance to attain yeah that's a powerful metaphor mm. i'm like constantly just trying to dig myself out of a hole now Mm. and it's not working yeah. <laughs> like sorry like yeah. that, that that is a great metaphor um i was literally visually physically translating yeah. it and it makes a lot of sense yeah. um awesome and i love that you're so like introspective about this and you're not i don't ever hear you rapping about money or jewels or <laughs> women or i'm glad it's a good thing what you like i know it is a good no, thing no i'm glad like because that that is <laughs> <laughs> making fun of it <laughs> <laughs> no no i'm i'm praising because like and actually this is a compliment that i extend to you and to i think yeah all of the yen crew in general you guys are very specific about your uh objective not specific about your objectives but like you guys 
are about one thing and aren't about one thing. You are about trying to put out good music and creating. Whoa! Oh. <laughs> this is a message for all the audio listeners. Lord Chenigogi, kya kare? But the music will be my side. So we restart the recording. A smile to leave. And we reuse our dynamic mic so the audio quality isn't as good as before. I did my best to fix it, but what can we do? And also subscribe, please. And let's get back with the show. So, <laughs> over live, okay, okay. So, yeah. uh, welcome to on the mic or off the mic, actually. <laughs> Where, uh, please respect the host of the show. Allow me to introduce my next guest. His name is Daniel Nasser Mirza. Woo. Um. So Daniel, how has the month of March been for you? The month of March has been holy and um it has been peaceful and I've been resting and there's been a government change mm-hmm. and um it's April. Oh, sorry, the month of March. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought you talked about this month. No, okay, this we can talk about look, <laughs> what I like to do is when my guests come on the show, they can talk about whatever they want. I, I like that. that yeah. I like that. You're a lot like that other great host, that that the guy who. Oh, you, no, no, I don't know. Anyway, right. uh, yeah, no. But the month of March, interesting. Mm-hmm. You bring that up. It's it was um, it was too much. It was too much. I had to slow down. Um, there were podcasts where, uh, in there in March, where I truly felt burnt out for the first time in my life. Uh, and when I say truly burnt, I felt burnt out before, but burnt out to the point where I thought I couldn't. I could keep going. Uh, it was humanly possible, but I I would just not like. Yes, yeah. See, I'd like anymore. to pick up on that. So you said that for a period of over a month, mm-hmm. you had gone continuously yeah. on into work without giving yourself a break, and then you mentioned afterwards something about yourself. Mm-hmm. Get this, guys. Daniel Nasser Mirza does not want to give himself a break. He wants to keep going. He wants to. Would it be right to say punish yourself? Yeah. I guess. Okay, and I feel like that comes from perhaps a very deep rooted place. Yes, sir. About the feeling deepest. like whatever you do it's not enough. Yeah. Do you think that's do you think that's the case? I think that's definitely the case. I feel like I've been overcompensating since I was a young boy. Right, that's a good word. Yeah, overcompensating. It it is the truth yeah. and and I've and I've been trying to do things which would lead to you know something that I could see or hold or feel or look at and tell myself okay that's enough mm. we did good yeah um it is my best weapon and it is my worst enemy that's right. the truth okay my that's well put i feel like i also um struggle with something very similar where it's like you're unable to appreciate yourself for everything that you've done and i realized this quite recently as well um i when i perceive myself which i'm doing all the time um in my waking state um i feel like my image of myself is defined by everything that i've done wrong and all the things that i lack rather than having a balanced neutral picture about you know so i've done this but i've also done this this is the good that i've done i don't give myself enough credit and perhaps there's some sense of insecurity there which is just been with you and i if it's safe to say um for quite some time you know my i know what mine was i was a fat kid <laughs> straight up yeah. i was a fat kid that yeah. was a thing which i grew up with for the more actually yeah yo daniel i'm sorry can you please just like make sure your mic is near your mouth because 
See, this is why we don't get enough subscribers. Is because of things like this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, back to back to I what love, we were talking about. I love you, Rizzy. I love you so much. This is the funniest. Shit. Um, but no, for real, yeah. My mine. Um, and I love how we can switch back and forth from this. Like just, yeah. Mine, mine was always that. It was my weight when I was growing up. Yeah. And that carried forward, like to when i was like 18 19 no actually that was a big part of my life till i was 24 being, being yeah. very honest about it because yeah, i because yeah, yeah. i uh during school o levels a levels you're in front of a lot of people all the time mm-hmm. you want to be super like fit or whatever attractive to the mm-hmm. uh female uh females <laughs> you know what I mean? so i've, I've got a question females. for you this might also be an opportunity to just silently think because what i want you to do is answer very carefully very honestly and if you feel like you don't have an answer that's also fine perfect do you feel like that this issue at its root the issue that we're talking about which is probably of some deep sense of not being good enough or lacking something essential to the people around you do you feel like if you speak to yourself you know so obviously what you're doing to cope with that is thrusting yourself into work without you know really having much regard for your tolerance or you know your yeah, limits pretty much do you think that as an alternative you could put this problem to an end do you feel like if you were to be honest with yourself and treat yourself with a bit more love and i know this sounds very cliche but if you were to treat yourself as you were to treat like um a clueless helpless afraid child yeah you know if you were to speak to yourself in that manner do you feel like you could fix some things yeah or do you do you see a more permanent and a more deeper fix to this problem yeah in any way do you do you see it i think you kind of answered that in your question i think the thing that's missing is the the love so to speak i think the self love the self love yeah, yeah. not yeah. just the love the love is always there i feel like and part of the problem is just being so obsessed with what you're doing that you you yeah. miss you miss the love yeah. and you often result in just lacking self love and i feel like that it applies to you because you said it does it applies mm-hmm. to me because i know it does and i know for a fact my friend that it applies to you as well yeah. i feel like we are always constantly chasing and chasing and running and going to places omar omar i want you to not engage with the guests just like <laughs> let them talk <laughs> Okay, you want to take it from here, man? Yeah, dude, fucking thank you, All dude. Right. Like, that was... That, oh, yeah, no, we're not going to acknowledge the load shedding. We're just going to feel... We didn't acknowledge the load shedding, by the way. Uh, but, Rizzy, the, even this last half was just... I, I've never... I guess it's never asked me that stuff, and I love that. Hmm. Yeah, I guess never hosted that well. No, I guess has tried to host. Don't get it wrong. Don't, don't get it mixed. But, yes, has never hosted that well. You're natural everything you do, man. Thank you, man. Everything you touch is turns to gold. Thank you. And I fucking love you. And uh, this was great. Uh, whew, this is fun. I feel like uh, we were even talking about this Jesse Light Gaethy. Like this was a very honest discussion. And I'm glad we got to have it. And my friend, I would love for you to come back and again and again Hell and yeah, again. Man. Shit. Rizzy, any parting words? The last segment of the podcast is always for the guests. It is the guests segment. It is a thing that the guest, you know, where the guest just gets to say whatever he wants to uh, just, you know, get anything off your chest. If somebody owes you money, if you owe somebody money, if 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 there's a property dispute that needs to be settled, if there is some kind this of... This is the time. This is the place. This is this the is time. This is the platform. And this yeah. is your floor, Rizzy. Take it away. All right. So, um... 
I'm aware that with this whole music thing, what happens is that I don't get to see probably 95% of you. I don't get to meet you. Um, but trust me when I say that there is a very real connection here for me to you, to everyone who listens to my music or to anything that I put up. Um, I love you. Thank you. And um, it's all, I mean, primarily, of course, it is for me. And I want everyone to be concerned primarily with themselves, not put anyone before themselves. Lekin phir uske baad, this love, this connection that you and I have, it's it's very special. And um, at times where my primary focus doesn't really give me much to work with, it's this that I can fall back on. It's you guys. So thank you so much. Thanks for tuning in and fucking subscribe to on the mic. What are you what are you doing? Seriously, what are you but the measy? But the measy. But the tell them where it is. But the measy. But the measy, you yes. heard that. You heard him. So please. please not next time. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I want to say the same. Thank you all so much for the love as always. Thank you for tuning in and watching till the end if you do. Um and if you do please leave a comment we will acknowledge you in the next podcast that is a promise if you've stuck to this point and you have written a comment in the comment section i will have a list of you motherfuckers who stayed till the end and i will shout you out in the next podcast i don't care who the guest is leave your comments below yo and hey you know what to anyone who has watched until the end and comments i will personally respond to that comment with any any question that you have or anything In fact, I will like your comment. <laughs> How's that? How about that? How about that? <laughs> Up in the sticks here. <laughs> Get some like. I would love I would love to to see what you guys have to say about these discussions that we've been having. Please. Uh throughout this podcast. Please. And, and uh, yeah. sound off. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. And thank you for doing this, my friend. Thank you. And I have three words to say that I end this podcast every single time. No, and that is please subscribe motherfuckers. No. <laughs> <laughs> There. I love that was good. That I was good. Yeah, it was four words. Well, motherfuckers, give me one word. I don't know. Listen, yeah, I love all of you except the eighty-one point five of you that don't subscribe. So please get my love. Subscribe to the channel and keep it tight. That's what I wanted to hear. That's a good place to end. Boom.